ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Sales is Easy podcast channel, a place where we simplify and demystify sales process and help you with learning the formula to overcome setbacks and make sales easy. I firmly believe when done by skilled professional, sales is easy. I'm your host, Alan Meyer, sales expert, and in today's episode, we will cover six strategies for salespeople to avoid quitting prematurely. In the previous podcast, I talked more about uh, how to stay persistent, how to remain unwavering when clients apply pressure. But today, I would like to cover the different strategies that can help you stop quitting too easy, too fast when it's not necessary. So let me, let me give a little background story. The most successful people have a great ability to keep going when everybody else would quit. I worked with one guy who would literally never, ever quit. And your success is tied to your ability to keep working after you have the urge to quit or give up. As you know, quitting is a negative habit and it's often learned at a young age. But now it's time to learn how to continue making progress no matter how strong the urge to quit grows, no matter what kind of adversity or obstacles or setbacks clients throw back at you. So here are some reasons I would like to name before we jump into the six strategies. Reasons that you feel like quitting in the first place. Maybe you're going to recognize yourself in this few, three, three reasons I have. So first one is you lack energy. A lack of energy isn't just a reason one might quit a marathon, of course, but it's also a common reason for quitting other things that people do, especially salespeople. Exhaustion can be physical, we can be mentally exhausted, and to help you counteract your exhaustion, try to get a full night of sleep. I know it's easier said than done, but getting a full night of sleep gives, gives you extra energy. And getting better control over your schedule, it's also important. If you feel like a puppet on a string that people are booking internal calls with you and you have zero control over your schedule, guess what? Book something in your calendar, prospecting time from 9 to 11 on Thursday, then presentation creation time from 12 to 2 or whatever it is. Put something in your schedule so you know exactly when and how to do it. You're getting some control over your schedule. Streamline your sales life. That's another advice. And you can also eat more nutritious foods, food and learn how to relax. Mindfulness techniques or even meditation, whatever it is, it's all about getting your energy back. Second reason that people feel like quitting is they lack focus. And if you recognize yourself in this, 
Well, there are too many distractions that can result in the desire to quit and give up. Are you trying to accomplish too many other things? Some people can deal with more goals, more deals, more issues than others. And if you feel overwhelmed, narrow your focus down to your most important goals. Ask yourself, what is important to me right now today? And the third reason is, it's not that important to you. Do you have a good enough reason to keep going? Why doing this in the first place? What's your motivation? Remind yourself of why it's important to keep going. Maybe the best motivation you can find is setting a good example for your colleagues or even for your family, right? For your kids. Maybe the most important issue is your self-respect, but you need to find a good reason to continue. So ask yourself, why am I doing what am I doing? And think about it. Think about it hard. Is it about getting money, bonus, commission? Is it about promotion? Is it about getting a pat on the back? Or is it just simply keeping your job, not losing your job in the middle of the pandemic? Whatever it is, you have to have this good reason constantly in front of you. And things are not important to you, you will give up. And I had experience, I managed sales teams, I managed salespeople who were not motivated. They didn't want to be in sales. But that was the only job available. And there were cold callers and they were calling people. They are not highly motivated to do their job. They just want to get the, you know, the salary and that's about it, right? So, but how to motivate somebody who's not motivated? It's very hard, right? The same with us. If you don't have a good reason to continue, you'll give up, you'll quit easy. So understand the reasons you feel your own desire sometimes to quit on a project, on a, on, a, on a sales deal. It could be a bad deal. It could be anything else. There are times we all consider quitting. Not just in sales life, of course, in life in general. But quitting is, isn't always the best choice. We've been taught to believe that quitting is synonymous with failure. But some activities or some relationships even with your customers are not worth continuing. I can still remember 20 odd years ago, I worked with one guy and every call, every conversation with him was like pulling teeth. He was a decent customer. He, he had a good revenue with my company, but uh, everything was challenging with this person. He was always demanding more and more and more. And after a while, I spoke with my VP of sales and I explained to him, listen, you know, I'd rather focus my energy on five other guys who can bring us much more in revenue than this guy. But, you know, it's just exhausting. It's impossible. It's hard. And after a while, we finally cut, cut him off and uh, realized, you know what? You cannot change people. We are not in job to change people. If the complications are so big, a relationship is so complicated, then guess what? Sometimes we need to move on. And it's important to arrive at the decision to quit or to continue consciously. It has to be conscious rather than impulsive or reflexive decision. So here are six strategies to help you to avoid quitting prematurely. First one is, I like this very much, it's hitting the pause button. Most poor decisions could be avoided by taking a short pause. Let me give you a quick example. There was a, I did a training in Mexico and gentleman said every meeting with my customer, he throws things at us. He yells at us. He's so obnoxious, rude. And I brought my manager with me to show him that I'm not imagining things. He's really like that. And in the middle of the next fit, when the, he would start throwing things at, at salespeople, you would not believe it, but it happened, right? So the manager of this poor salesperson stood up and he said, okay, guys, let's take, let's take a five-minute, ten-minute break, and we're going to get back to the table. And what happened, actually, the guy came after ten minutes, he came back to the boardroom, and he apologized. You know, 
what can you do, right? You don't need to accept this kind of behavior, but you can still hit the pause button. And when you are stressed, when you are overworked or overtired and maybe fed up, then rush decisions become the norm. So try to give yourself the time to make a wise decision. Hit the pause button. Allow your head to clear before you make any decision. Maybe decision to quit your job even. It can change your life. Well, if it's a good decision, it can wait. Hit the pause button. Next strategy is view the situation objectively. Try to be objective and weigh the situation carefully. You can ask your colleague maybe if you trust them enough to help you with this. It can be easier to evaluate somebody else's situation accurately than your own. There could be a fresh set of eyes to help you with that. Uh, many sales coaches are doing the same things for salespeople, and I do this with my clients. Sit together, talk over the phone, over Zoom or WebEx, and discuss the situation to really listen to the salesperson, what's the situation, and objectively review it. And if you need help like that, feel free to reach out to me anytime. But it's all about being objective about the current situation. Then next strategy is this. Consider the worst case scenario and think long term. Quitting is an easy choice when you only consider the short-term ramifications. You can relieve your stress almost immediately. I quit my job. That's it, right? But, but what are the long-term consequences? If you quit your sales job, what will actually happen if you cannot find another one? In the middle of pandemic, losing the job is never easy, right? So reconsider quitting if the long-term consequences are too severe. A little re- relief now is not worth the long-term pain. Think about it. Who will be impacted by your quitting, quitting your job? Your boss, your co-workers, or your family? The members of your church softball team? Who is affected? Ask yourself. And what message are you sending to your children, to your family? What would you recommend to a child in a similar circumstance? Remember, kids are always watching, so be sure to set a good example. But coming back to the sales scenario also, What's the worst thing could happen? You will not close the deal. That's it. And sometimes, and it, I know it's easier said than done, but sometimes we all take this very personally. But remember, clients are not rejecting you. They're not rejecting you as a person. They're rejecting your business proposal. Of course, if client says something like this, and it happened one time in my career, Alan, I will never ever deal with you. Find somebody else. I don't want to deal with you. And that's personal, right? And I know what I did wrong, but you know, we'll learn as we go. So, I was too pushy for this guy. I really wanted to close the deal for my personal <laughs> reasons. And he didn't like it. And I made a mistake. I was still a junior salesperson. I made a mistake to push, push, push when the client needed a little motivation, a little different motivation. But anyway, if they don't tell you this it, if it, in a personal, a personal way, then remember, clients are declining your business proposal. It's not perfect for them right now. Maybe you didn't explain all the features and benefits properly. Maybe they already have a vendor and they like them and they just wanted to see what the other vendors are doing. Whatever reasons are, try to find them out, of course. But whatever reasons are, if you lose the deal, you lose the deal. Try to move on. No matter how hard it is, try to get the obstacle. Try to do the win-loss analysis. Why did you lose the deal? What's the real cause? What's the real reason? Once you uncover that, lesson learned, move on, but don't quit your job, right? And next strategy is ask yourself if a new approach is warranted. Maybe you should not quit. Maybe you need a new plan. Not getting the results you desire is a necessary sign that you should call it quits, that you should simply give up. 
Poor results indicate a process that's ineffective, sales process that does not work. It's not adjusted to the current situation. Perhaps all you need is a tweak to your approach. Maybe a little training here and there. Maybe a little support here and there. Whatever it is, it's all about tweaking your approach. There is a saying, I never fail. I learn what not to do, right? So major accomplishments are accompanied by numerous failed attempts. Right, so even Edison, he said that he learned 10,000 ways how not to make a light bulb. Anyway, tweaking, it's, uh, it's the key here. Strategy number five, ask yourself why you're considering giving up. Is it because you don't believe you can succeed in that situation, closing the deal? Maybe you don't have the resources you require. Maybe you don't have a support from other team, teams or departments within your company. Maybe you stop actually enjoying the job or activity. Or maybe the relationship with your customer, it went sour. Maybe you are lacking the necessary time. Some reasons for giving up are better than the others. And if you actually quit a second job that you don't need so you can spend more time with your kids, that's always a good reason to quit, right? But uh, <laughs> here's a maybe crazy example. Ending your marriage because your spouse won't pick up his dirty socks might be a bit extreme. Would you agree? No, but some reasons for quitting are, are much better than others. And giving up, Right, it's not 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 the strategy that you should embrace. Is there another solution besides giving up? What else can you do? What did you miss? What can be done differently? So, coming to the strategy number six, consider the times you given up in the past, and how do you feel about those events today? Was giving up a good idea, or do you regret it? Doesn't have to be sales example. How are you likely to feel in the future about giving up in your current situation? Sometimes it's necessary to lower your head and keep going. I have grit and I never quit. I heard this from ourselves, guys. I still love it. So there are times when quitting could be a good choice. Giving up and saying there is nothing for us here. That's fine. However, when it's not the best choice, it's necessary to be strong and keep going. Stick with that customer that's out of hell, I don't know what's the right word here, but until you have some other clients lined up, right? Try to get the coaching before quitting on your sales job. And remember, you can always find new customers. You can always go and search for better customers if one customer is driving you crazy. But giving up on a deal that there is a chance to close, it's a no-no. Take a moment before making any hasty decisions. Giving up isn't to be taken lightly. I work with many salespeople. I manage some salespeople. They hear first no and they give up. Client says, well, you know, now it's not a good time. We didn't budget for it. Okay, I'll call you next year when you have budget in place. No, it's not not working like that, right? We need to probe. We need to find out, is it budgeting or is it something else? And my best tip was uh, for for the team, my manager said, you know what? uh, Mention this to your clients. Let's forget about the budget. Let's forget about the money for a second. Do you see the value in our proposal? Yes, no question. And why we do that? When clients said, well, you know, then you know it's not about the value. It's something else. Something else is hidden behind the curtain. And I have to break the big truth to you guys. Clients lie. Customers lie to us. And they will lie to us. And it's our job, our duty to find out what is behind the curtain, what they are not telling us. And if you ask yes, no question, closing question, close end question, then you try to find out if, if it's true, if it's about the budget, then they will say, well, yeah, we, we like your technology, we like your solution, but our budgeting time is in December and we need to plan this properly for the 
next year. That's fine. You know the, the, the exact situation. But if they start avoiding the answer, then you know something else. It's not about money. It's about something else. So before making the decision to quit, to give up, well, try to talk with somebody, maybe with your colleague. Try to look backwards and consider yourself's history. In some instances, you know, you will find out that previously you were able to overcome these setbacks. And uh, just simply give yourself the time to make a wise decision how to continue what to do next. So here is a quick action plan. Here's what you need to do today. Think about your most recent episode of giving up. Mentally go back in time and try to apply the process described here. And ask yourself, would you make the same decision? Thank you for listening to this podcast on six strategies to avoid quitting prematurely for salespeople. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe to our channel to be informed when we post the next uh, podcast. And follow us on social media. Also, I encourage you to visit our website and subscribe to our newsletter. And we also have a sales coaching program for people uh, in different stages of the sales career. You can choose between private or group coaching. There are events to help you, to empower you, to change behaviors, to develop new attitudes and, and learn the formula to truly make sales easy. And to really make sales easy, it takes skill, drive, dedication and access to the right tools and techniques. So take a look at the sales training of options that we have and maybe you'll find something useful and beneficial to you. This is Alan Meyer for Sales is Easy podcast and I hope that uh, you will subscribe and uh, talk soon. Thank you very much. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production.